Yeah, I bet you spent a lot of time at the farm. You Milky Way? A Milky Way? You're going to have that for the rest of your life? I love Jesus Christ. If I could mute you, I'd mute you right now. That's ridiculous. A Milky Way? I love a Milky Way. Might as well chose a Tootsie Roll. It's the same thing. Same category, same tier. You're an idiot. No, I'm not. I know candy, okay? I'm not an idiot. I'm a, when it comes to candy, I'm, I'm okay, might as well consider me a lawyer. All right, and welcome back to Laughter the Club. I am Jeff at Los Jov on Twitter. Tonight we have Jeanette, we have Pow, and we have Capo. So, uh, uh, who's who? Indeed. Uh, so, thanks for joining us again. Um, Jeanette, you want to start off with your uh, pumpkin uh, topic? Yes. So, as we know, next Tuesday, live world allegedly live jessica and greg are going to carve pumpkins in a pumpkin off or whatever so i wanted to see if you guys had any ideas for the carving contest either something you would think would be like you know suggestions what they should draw uh for me when this kind of got suggested i was like i think the caveat should be at some point each of them should try to use a remnant of like Greg's great toenail to like carve a specific piece or incorporate the toenail into the carving. I was thinking so, they would carve a toe. Sorry to interrupt you, but I was no, no. I was gonna, I was going to say the same thing. They, like I would think that as a troll job, Jessica should do like a really nasty toenail as her pumpkin. If she could pull that off, that would be impressive. What if she has to carve and others into her pumpkin and he has to carve like you never know or something? Sorry, Jeanette. Jeanette was on a roll and I just yeah, no, we, we, we totally ruined it. I'm sorry, Jeanette. Come Continue. back, please. No, see, that's along the lines of the stuff that I was thinking because that or, you know, Greg to continue to make amends to Tua actually makes a Tua, you know, jack-o'-lantern. Toa? <laughs> To be clear, they only have 30 minutes, right? Yes. So I think you got to keep it somewhat simple. Like, let's see, is, I'm trying to, I can't believe, believe I'm blanking on this. What is Greg's beer of choice? Is it Miller Lite? I believe so. Uh, yes. Okay. So maybe a Miller Lite pumpkin or like a pumpkin that looked like a garage. I can see that for Greg. But like, I don't know. Uh, I think they the, should both the, do the bag, the picture of the bag's <laughs> face. Perfect. The the ultimate cop out would be a fourteen forty. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. But he writes, but he writes it out in like cursive, right? Fourteen forty. See, I I just feel like you guys are giving Greg like some serious skills here that i'm not sure he has like no he's got experience if he if that man can dust a pumpkin in 30 minutes that alone is some serious skill i've carved pumpkins and jessica's reaction already showed me she's scared yeah but she's already terrified because 30 minutes is like extremely fast because i would feel like an hour and a half would be fast to gut a pumpkin you know what i mean i I do too but but if you look at the pumpkins that greg carved like his o-face pumpkin it's just a big circular mouth and two big circular eyes. That's easy. That's quick. But like, if you look at the one that Smetty did of that god awful hideous Notre Dame logo, 
like that would that's very advanced but it would take a lot of time so i don't know there's it's gonna be a weird balance there now he he specifically said it takes him 30 minutes to gut the pumpkin not to necessarily make the jack-o'-lantern face or whatever itself and that's what I find impressive because what takes the most time for me is the action of gutting and hollowing out the entire pumpkin. It is very gross also, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. He just powers it through it. Good. He has to power yep. through that because I, I'm like a – if I were to get – once I get it on my hands, I got to like constantly be going to like a side napkin. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm constantly – because the texture of it and just the – oh, 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 what is this? Yeah, oh, is this brains? Mm-hmm. You know, what were you saying, Cap? Yeah, they, it feels like the seed multiply. Um, I think they were saying that on the show. Um, so like you just keep pulling it out, you know, more and more, and it's like, oh yeah, there's more here, there's more here, and then you're digging your fingers into the pumpkin, and you're literally just scraping the, uh, you know, the it, seeds it, out. So it's, it's never ending. Yes, you know what it makes me think of is you remember the the old timey, um, God, what was it? Was it Ghostbusters one or two, where they like actually brought the statue of liberty to life i don't remember but that pink (laughs) goo that they shot all around the inside of the statue of liberty and then they played they played uh higher and higher by jackie wilson and it you know made the goo happy or whatever uh that goo is what i think of when i'm pulling that shit out of the pumpkin it's just like this like ectoplasmic play some happy goo. Yeah. So I was kind of quiet when you guys were coming up with ideas. Um, the only thing I had in mind was, you know, like a, a Lobo's Wolf. Um, but like I never, I never have any good ideas for covering pumpkins. So that's why I have, I think, about 10 pumpkins outside around the house, and none of them are carved. Like I, and I, I would like just throw eyes and a terrible mouth, and like I had no artistic skills whatsoever to carve a pumpkin. You know, you know what I've done a few times. Uh, it's kind of cheating, but so you know, like a a Dremel saw. Well, I have this attachment for my Dremel that's like a pencil attachment sort of thing. So you can put it like literally hold it like a pen, kinda, and it's got a spinning drill bit on it, and you can just use that to like you draw whatever the hell you want on the pumpkin, and then it just cuts it perfectly for you. It's it's really the lazy man's way out, but damn, it works good. It's it, it's, a little, it's a little loud though. <laughs> it is before Halloween and uh, drill bit sound coming from your house. Um, you know, kind of fits, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> speaking of uh, speaking of you know haunted houses and whatnot, um, how about God? Of course, my dogs bark. Um, how, God, how about this pole assassin, huh? <laughs> just the, the story of the week that's just getting buried, unfortunately, by a lot of dumbass nonsense. But, man, there's been a lot of dumbass nonsense this week. Yeah, this was the week for it. Week chock full of, what a November, huh? I don't think November's ever started off with this much of a bang. Can you yeah. remember a November in recent memory that's been this Can headlining? Can you remember? Da, 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 November. No? All right. Oh. I listen to that song every single day since uh, Greg. Um, <laughs> well, 
my attention. It's a wonderful <laughs> uh, Just circle back just for a second. That was Ghostbusters. Uh, Pal, let him finish. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, just to circle back, that was Ghostbusters too with the statue of liberty. I appreciate that. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> I, 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 I've loved I've loved Jackie Wilson ever since I saw that movie as a child. Um, Wilson. Aww. Um, so the begin I think the beginning of the month I think uh, was it Nutter Butter? I mean that <laughs> they had a they had an interesting tweet. Um, and ever since then it's just been downhill for November. Man, it's, it's real nutty, huh? Oh man. Extremely nutty. Do do we do extra we, nutty? Do we dare do we dare dip our toes into the Aaron Rodgers conversation? We can dip something into it. Baby. This month's been nutty. Uh yeah, so I feel like a lot of those, lot of those people that are on dippers. Um, but yeah, like for, for the Aaron Rodgers thing, like, all right, everybody give one takeaway and then we'll keep it rolling. I don't want to stick on it too long. We, we should have seen this in Dan has asked now on the show to keep it show related. Dan has asked now on the show several times. I think he's, he's mentioned this three or four times that Aaron Rodgers has mentioned the woke mob and he, cause he's, he's had that quote a, f- a few times and he's mentioned cancel culture previously before. And I just think that I think the disappointment and people being upset, that's also partially just with themselves because the signs have been there and to just see the doubling down and just the spreading of the misinformation was just extremely disheartening. And that's all I'll kind of say on it. Moving on, Mon. Jeanette? Yeah, I think uh, the whole framing of the argument as uh, him being a victim of, you know, the woke mob and cancel culture, uh, that mentality is incredibly frustrating because what is happening is you're being asked to be, the task is to be held accountable for your actions. Your workplace requires you in order to work to meet certain requirements. And it seems like he not only is not meeting those requirements, but he was not truthful when he was asked about it. And he put up airs as though he was. So he maintained the deception around, you know, yeah, he's saying the Packers knew, my teammates knew, but what about the outside forces, people that are you know are are tr- going into this facility and trusting you that you have this status because you gave a flimsy quote and then you know these people are then going back to their homes their other workplaces interacting with people and you those are the people that you're putting at risk and he's over here doing the thing like but if you're vaccinated then why do you have why do you have to worry about me and all this other stuff so he's like really defensive about you know, his role in it. And he just really wants to maintain himself as a victim of circumstance. And to me, that's the most irresponsible thing where he's using his status because, you know, he's one of the faces of the league. So he's using his status and whatever leverage he has within Green Bay to get what he wants. And his organization capitulated to that. And also that he 
I guess after seeing what other athletes have gone through over the past year and a half, when they have said that they wouldn't get vaccinated, it seems to me that he just didn't want that blowback. So he purposely decided to be deceptive and not to be truthful with his answers or his status, because if he just says, right, if, if, if the, if the language has been there and the little bits of evidence have been there that, you know, he's the free thinker, then just say, put it all out there. Just be like, none of your business. I'm not going to answer about this. Blah, 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 blah. Ask me about football. Right. And that's it. So this was going to happen eventually. So whether this was back in September, August, or right now, it's like, it was an unavoidable thing that was going to happen. So, you know, he just basically put, did all this stuff for, you know, to, to get to the same end. Yeah, for sure. Cap, you got a thought? If the, um, now if the allergy to the ingredient in the vaccine is the real reason, um, why not get out in front and say that ahead of time and, you know, just discuss it and not lie about it. Like, I would think him hiding it makes it worse. Um, you know, just come out and say it. You know, just, just be truthful. It's, it's not HIPAA, you know. Um, like, he just said the analogy. Like, I didn't, I, and to be, to be fair to him, I didn't listen to a word he had to say today on anything. So I don't know what allergy it was. I read it. So I don't know if he said it and I just didn't find it. But um, just don't lie. Just be real about it. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. I, I So I did hear a bit more about um, the allergic properties of the mRNA vaccine tonight. And it appears, and I, I hope I'm quoting this correctly. I believe I am. Um, but it appears that the most likely allergic reaction occurs in about 0.04% of people. So, you know, four in 10,000. Um, it's possible, but it's not particularly likely. But I'm not going to say that he's not allergic. Um, Pal, you, I had, th- you had something I think uh, I just need to add, but to add onto that, what you just said, I think I was reading somewhere that what he said he's allergic to isn't even in the drugs. Like that was just total, it was total bullshit. It, 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 it's, it, it's more bullshit. Like it's, it's a lot of the same talking points and the same misinformation of just bullshit. And what I had to add to it was like what Capo said, like, I didn't hear or watch any of what he said, but I know how Aaron Rodgers talks. And Aaron, like, it's so funny that he brings up the woke mob shit because it's like he tries to talk like he's woke. He tries to talk, like, when it comes to all the Dalai Lama bullshit and, like, all this stuff. Sorry if I'm, like, upset, but it's just, like, I'm just so tired of just the misinformation and for him to be so arrogant about it. And then to be, like, oh, I consulted Dr. Rogan. And it's just, like, what the hell, man? Like, it's so it's so dumb. All of this, like, the stupid woke mob cancel culture, it's just criticism. That's all it is, and you're just sensitive to criticism. You're not canceled. You're still on the Green Bay Packers. You weren't kicked off the team. You know what I mean? Like you're still, you still have sponsorships. State Farm hasn't issued anything about you. You're not canceled. This isn't canceled culture. Your casket's fine. Last week we talked a lot about, or not we, but you guys talked a lot about farts 
And that was just the absolute 45 minutes of just a 45 minute fart that he gave out today. That's all I have to say on that. Uh, I, I, so I, I have a couple minor things I'd like to say just in general. Um, so one is to your point about like cancel culture and what it means to be canceled or whatever, pal, there's a distinct difference. Like, so in my mind, canceled means I did something that didn't deserve to get me in trouble and, but now I'm gone for it. Whereas the alternative to that is you're a jackass and you act like a jackass and people respond to you as though you're acting like a jackass. That's not being canceled. That's you being a jackass and people responding in fact, like in an appropriate fashion. That's you farting and that's the world making fun of you for farting. Yeah, like, like you're, the, it, you're the town pariah. You're the, you're the town drunk. You know, you're ignored. You're the outcast. You know that that thing that's happened throughout history. You know, I mean, there's always the one person in town that you know nobody tries to talk to. That's what it is nowadays. Where you you do something, you know, where you're like you said, a jackass, and and there's nobody coming back from it. Like dance, like dance is irredeemable, right? But but what I mean is, but what I mean by that is like. There is a difference between being canceled and being criticized because you did something that deserves criticism. Exactly. And, and and the latter is appropriate. The former, I don't know however you want to define that. Perhaps it is, perhaps it's not. Um, the other thing, let's say he loses all of his sponsorships tomorrow, okay? I would not say that's because Aaron Rodgers got canceled. I would say that's because Aaron Rodgers behaved in a fashion indicative of him being a massive shit weasel. And everyone's like, oh, fuck, we don't want to fucking sponsor a shit weasel. That is not being canceled. That's you deserving repercussions for your actions. So those are two different things, right? No, yeah, you're right. Because because a company who doesn't agree with his opinions and beliefs, they don't, they're not going to want him being the spokesperson in the face for their company. And they're entitled 100%. to do so. I agree with you. Yeah, um, they are. So- um, also, as we've seen in the NFL, there seems to be more of a, of a lenience or a tolerance, whatever you want to call it, for, um, for the players when they are, you know wrong or like whatever they 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 get the second chances and him being a quarterback being a face of the league you know being a a quote-unquote leader just by the position that he plays he's going to get afforded a lot of that especially when we know what the dynamics the demographics of that fan base the majority are so you know him admitting all of this and whatever candidates he did this only curries favor within the 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 majority of that base and for someone to actually be canceled and like go through that extreme it's the opposite end where we saw what happened with uh you know Kaepernick that's what the extreme of that is that is being canceled that that's the difference yeah yeah and 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 that that's not what he's doing he is not he thinks he is a man fighting a hurricane he's out there he's the only one and it's like, no, you are, you're not, you're echoing all your talking points are the same talking points that hundreds of thousands of other people 
are saying for the exact same reason. There is no nothing groundbreaking, nothing new that you're saying, even though you think that you're being some sort of like sartorial critic of modern times. Well, well and to, to that to that point, Jeanette, you, you fed perfectly into the second thing I wanted to say. Just two more brief little things. Um, I want to be very clear about this. You cannot do your own research into a vaccine unless you're a scientist that is fucking developing a vaccine. Okay? Period. Like, people come to me because I studied law. People go to POW for teaching because he learned to be a teacher. It, 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 like, we depend on every person's expertise in every area of life. I would never be able to grow enough melons to feed half the country. But there are people in Fresno who know how to do that shit. So I leave growing melons the fuck up to them, and I'm not going to research how to do it and ask them about whether they should be doing it better. Because realistically, if I want to, I need to go to goddamn agricultural school. Oh, I loved your melon uh, analogy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> analogy. Uh, was it a simile or no? I think it was an analogy. Metaphor. Somebody just edited that with like, "I loved your melons." Oh, I loved your melons. I loved your melons. Oh, I loved your melons. I loved your melons. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Jeanette. That's, that's awesome. I was I'm working on it. I'll work on it. But it just just to wrap up my uh, last thought on Aaron Rodgers, um, I did actually watch all the video and everything he said and the reactions that McAfee was having and everything. And I've seen um, the, I'm sorry. I I've, I've seen McAfee I didn't see I've seen McAfee open his mouth, but I, I was watching it like Dan does with the volume down. So <laughs> so like I guess my um my kind of concluding thought is just that I'd really like to kick him in the dick repeatedly for 30 minutes. Um, Nathan Crosby. That's uh, that's the end of my analysis. Um, all right, pal. Did pal leave? He has to look for his laptop charger. Oh, all right. All right. Well, I was going to throw to him, but I got something. Um, so tomorrow we're we record on Friday nights for um, those who don't know. Uh, tomorrow is Menos Miami, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Correct, you are correct. Okay, and we have a few of our um, compatriots out in Miami. Um, I believe besides our normal Miami crew of boots on the ground. Yeah. Well, we, we got John, we got Kij, who's our normal Miami crew. Right. Um, and then we got Barrett who drove down from Duval. Duval. And then we got, um, Stake who flew out there. If I'm not mistaken. Correct. So you're not mistake. Uh, in, um, so, um, this is my plan here. I'm going to throw to you as my topic, and then while you're answering, I'm going to go pee. Um, so my question is, what is the, what is the best-case scenario of a story coming back from this weekend? Just one of them. 
Just one any, of, any, anything any you of, come up with a mix of any, any of them? No, no, no. What I'm is the ta- best case scenario? No, I'm saying any of them drink, go, drink a little too much. Let's just having their, <laughs> having their mean moment three hours into a 24 hour live. That's going to happen with all of them. So that's not an answer. I'm, I'm, but I'm more specifically, my boy Barrett's going to make me proud in that, in that department. I, I, I just have a feeling. So that that's just what I'm hoping for, and I just want to see what he's gonna have coming back. But I did tell Steak to send me pictures. He's at Flanagan's tonight, so we're, I'm already you know trying to keep the lines of communication open as much as I can. Um, I'm gonna, we should try it for the 3 a.m. Zoom with Steak. Just a thought. <laughs> he might not be at 3 a.m. He's staying up all night so he can watch soccer at 8:30 in the morning. Um, I have steak taking them all out for like tattoos at five in the morning. So they're all getting um, like, it's, I mean, it's going to be show related tattoos. So um, maybe uh, the, the DLS logo or something or the Menos Moth logo, but I kind of think, steak is going to take them all out to a place and they're all going to get tattoos. Are and, they going to get uh, a tattoo of a pepper? Oh, I hope not. No. no. <laughs> and then I kind of feel like at some point in the night, Barrett will be shirtless, but he will not get kicked out of the event. Uh, you know, normally that type of behavior might get you kicked out of certain places. So I kind of see it as kind of like the wave where it triggers for other gentlemen to take off their tops in a show of appreciation. Yes. If you can get, I think if you can get Chris and, you know, either Chris or Billy to also take off their shirts, uh, he'll be in the clear, but I kind of see Barrett as uh, there'll be a shirt coming off moment from him. I see him walking around, walking around with his shirt off saying to people, I'm a Lauer after hours member who wants to touch me. No, he, uh, it's, it's just going to be straight Duval Bob. I was going to do a line from South Park, and then I got like it's Cartman from. I mean, who, who wants to touch me? Who wants to touch me? And um, yeah, it got weird um halfway through, and I tried to just abort that. Um, so yeah. <laughs> but what were you saying, pal? <laughs> uh. Uh, I said he's. Gonna, I said he's just going to be dropping Duval bombs. Duval. That's all he's going to be saying. Or he's just going to be talking up the Braves. He's going to be super stoked about the Braves at some point. He's probably still drunk. Or in Georgia, Bulldog, go to- dogs. He's going to drop a go dogs too. Oh man, he's going to be the star of the night, honestly. And then at some point, him and Chris Cody are just going to be shirtless trading. <laughs> <laughs> They'll find a giraffe somewhere like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're going to hear like, yeah, oh, yeah, no. yeah, oh, no. yeah, yeah. And then from like the other half, the other side of the room, Duval, yeah, yeah, Duval. Duval, go dogs. A lot of that. Just because <laughs> lots of alcohol flowing. Good thing they don't have to go home by 2 a.m. either. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I kind of. I see uh, Kish. He's going to have his moment once again with Roy. They're going to, you know, get their whiskey on. Uh, I don't I don't think there's going to be karaoke. 
at this event, if I remember the flyer correctly, but if there had been, I would have loved to have seen, you know, Kish with his deep voice crank out the karaoke with Roy, like a good duet between them. That would have been fantastic. <laughs> You'll never find. Just to start off with one, that classic. I don't know the next line. That's the only reason why I stopped there. A hairline yeah. like mine. Ooh. Oh, wait, that's a movie. I'm sorry. So, with Greg's definitely singing something. He's going to get up on stage with Juju, right? Like, Juju would fail everybody if he didn't bring Greg up on, right? Can we, say something about, can we say something about Juju real quick? He absolutely, 100%. Logically and just emphatically dunked on everyone in that candy draft. Their all of their choices were just so bad. And I say this <laughs> as an expert. I consider myself an expert on candy, and they were just so bad. Who the hell takes Tootsie Roll with the number one overall pick in a candy draft? I mean, that's just one early. Honestly, the outrage about Aaron Rodgers should have been saved for Witty's candy picks. <laughs> Yeah, when when they put out that tweet, I said Juju Juju killed it. Like he he um you know as always he's like a master drafter. He kind of like sees I guess what other people don't when it comes to these things. So you know everybody else kind of well, I don't know what the strategy strategies everybody else had, but his seemed to have been the better of like the whole group. It was just so sound. I think Tony came in. Tony would have had second place for me because honestly, I, 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 they all kind of are in the same tier after Juju. He's just in a league of his own. But with with Tony, he would have had a really good one too if he didn't draft the Nerds rope. They are absolutely right. The Nerds rope was such a stupid choice. You had so many, so many better candies, and they slandered the mis- the the Good Bar, a uh, Mister Good mm-hmm. Bar. That mm-hmm. that is a delicious, absolutely delicious, slept on candy bar. Absolutely. I, I'm not here for a Mr. Grand Bar slander. Nuh-uh. This podcast is a bar. Mr. Grand you Bar. You not even say it right. I'm, I'm, I'm combining the 100 Grand Bar with the Mr. Good Bar. Because um, 100 Grand Bar is slept on too. Honestly, I was just thinking about slept on candy. That's all that's happening. Just, you know, my, my mind. It combines things. It's just sometimes that's how it works. That's how it be sometimes. <laughs> what about the, you guys like the, the, how do you say, Carmelo Bar or Caramello Bar? It, yeah. That wasn't even on that. What is that's, that? That's, you don't know what that is? No. Chocolate yeah, I, I, yeah, it's the chocolate with the caramel. That used to be like such a crazy like commercial like back in the day. That's that's the other thing. I think a lot of what happens now is because um, there isn't as many commercials for like junk food as like when we were coming up. I think that affects it. So yeah. now because you you only like buy the candy that you're aware of and you know you don't look beyond it when you go to the cvs or whatever it, it affects you and so when you don't see something that's continually advertised even if it's not particularly good or popular you don't really think of it you know but yeah ca- ca- the caramella would have been like above a tootsie roll and all these other things that were chosen candy like oh S- swedish fish I feel like in elementary school, and I'm, did they always send you guys home with just boxes of candy for you to sell? It's in, it's 
let me speak on that because I feel like I can't since since I'm teaching at an elementary school right now. These kids, I feel so bad for them because we had it so good. Like literally, we couldn't give them candy. They didn't want us giving them sugar or any candy for Halloween. And I was like, man, I remember Halloween week just at school alone. I would clean up these kids like didn't have a whole lot of candy selection. So when it comes to witty, like they're all getting mad at him, but it's like he hasn't tried the majority of things. So the fact that, you know, you're going like going into that, like that he just hasn't experienced the wonders of like truly good candy. You know, that happens. And I, I agree with Greg and Almond Joy is also slept on. My dad loves um, enjoys the uh, what's him call it? That's the actual candy bar. What's him call it? You guys have you ever tried that? Pretty good. <laughs> nope. Okay. What candy bar again? Sorry, Capo. What's him call it? What's him call it? I, I it's been a while. You know, it's been so long that I can't even remember what one tastes like. I'm a big fan of Crunch Bars, Bunch of Crunch. Oh, Raisinets. Honestly, Raisinets are a good candy. I don't know. I just, I enjoy the, the fruit with the little, you know, with some chocolate. I, I, I like it. Uh, what else? What else is there that they didn't have? They did, mention, want- they did mention on Mystery Crate, like Hershey's Kisses. And it's like, okay, the only reason why it's okay that that's not there is because of the M&Ms. Because that's essentially like a, a little mini Hershey kiss, right? It's like Hershey's chocolate, right? I want... Yeah, I went off on somebody. Uh, like, I think the show did, didn't the show do it too. Like, nobody wants uh, fruit with their with their chocolate. I can't remember who it was. I was talking to somebody in my family, and I was like, "Yeah, raisinets." I'm like, I haven't heard about them in a long time. Like, who that's, would? And, and I, I looked it up. Like, I, I the, think raisinets. Yeah, they're like your one of the standard go to movie theater candies. So that's yeah, like the in, other thing. Can't get down. They like little like, poops. Like top five, top ten. <laughs> that's a good callback. Thank you. <laughs> um, so we might, might have a special guest joining us in a moment, but uh, all right, I guess I have to let Aaron in. All right, welcome, Aaron. What's up, fuckers? <laughs> Fresh from the chat. How are you? <laughs> he Good. shows up after. He shows up after we had a stripper monkey talk. Aaron. Yeah, we did want hey. your take on on pole assassin. Say hello to my family. Uh, hello, family. Say hello. Tell them we, we all hate you. Oh, I want to talk to each and every one of them. Bring the family back. Bring them back here. They're still right talk. in front of the camera. I'm back. No, no, I know. I saw the family and I immediately was like, hold on. Hold. I'm holding the phone. Hold the phone. Bring them back. Hi, family. How we doing? <laughs> Did you guys know that we have thousands of people that listen to this? Millions. Sorry. I'm sorry. Millions. Millions. Aaron's a star. I'm not going to lie. He's a star. He has a voice that just speaks to our international fans because we're not just across the nation. We're international. You know, yeah, I've spent are. my whole life trying to tell him otherwise. I, th- I think he's a jackass. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I think genius 
is another way to frame it because he's always bringing us I'm great gonna, topics. I swear to God, I'm going to mute you. Aaron, what kind of top? What kind of topics do you have for us in the fam tonight? Hmm. Topics. Well, I was going to talk about the monkey, but since that's already been covered. No, 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 no. Actually, okay. Let's let's talk. Does your family know about Pole Assassin and, and Gia? Uh, for the most part, I thought oh, it was Gia. I kept calling it Mia. And you're lucky we did not get too deep into Pole Assassin. Yeah, it's really, we, we wanted to leave it up for you. Can, uh, did, did, did we broach the topic of how uh, in the video she <laughs> literally clearly had just handwritten a sign to put on the cage to make it look like it was a permanent sign that said keep out from monkey? Yeah, you don't know when she wrote that sign. <laughs> it, it, my favorite part was, yeah, I put things away fast. And also, can we also point out that a haunted house is the one time where that sign would make someone more likely to approach the cage. Mm. Got a point there. Point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get in touch Thank with you. that kid's lawyers. Uh, uh, yeah. Um. No, that's a that's a. Uh, uh, would you, okay. Would you let Capo get so, a word out edgewise? Jeff was. Oh, I, was I was laughing and I, I couldn't even get it out, but he is so right. He. She's screwed. She's sued. She's losing that case. <laughs> I haven't yeah, even I... seen a police report. You said you have? That's because they've killed the monkey and they don't want anybody to know it. No. Oh, I-, I thought that kid was going to get a full right to Texas in like 14 years. Oh, he's going to be a starting quarterback there. Don't worry. <laughs> um. Okay. Malopic. You get one candy to eat for the rest of your life. Were y'all just doing this? Who's no. y'all? No, we were talking about about how much they're about how much Juju just cleaned up on that draft, but oh, all right, one and candy. about how much a lot of their candy sucked, but you know, one candy. I'm gonna have a different. Answer. Y'all think y'all, y'all gonna y'all, gonna y'all gonna give me shit for this? Y'all gonna answer? Nobody likes this, but my favorite. I think my favorite like candy just you go buy at the corner store is a Milky Way. Yeah, I bet you spend a lot of time at the corner. You Milky Way? A Milky Way? You're gonna have that for the rest of your life. I love Jesus Christ. if I could mute you, I'd mute you right now. That's ridiculous. A Milky Way? I love a Milky Way. Might as well chose a Tootsie Roll. It's the same thing. Same category, same tier. You're an idiot. No, I'm not. I'm not I know candy, okay? I'm not an idiot. I'm a, when it comes to candy, I'm, I'm okay, might as well consider me a lawyer. You, you, now, you when are. was the last time you asked ate candy? Because I don't believe you, you eat candy very much. Oh, my God. I just dusted a whole bag. Liar. I'm not. Dude, this, speak- bag, this bag was filled with just oh, you have buttercups, okay. Reese's buttercups, like, and I just dusted it. Man, Did I'll I have to work out an extra hour each day? Yeah, but worth it. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I I really fucked up on how much candy I bought. And my brother brought a bunch over all. You already answered your question, Jeff. Can you no, move my, on? No, my, my point is that I have at least like, I would say 600 pieces of candy. Oh, they're my dogs. Good. Really Arisa, mine is... A- <laughs> I will say Chris Cody did have the best candy, which is a Reese's Fast Break. That's what I would choose. Gross. Reese's Fast Break is at who? Who said gross? Who? 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 I did. That's uh, false. 
Absolutely false. That's just a, that's just ridiculous. Reese's Fast Break is the best candy. It's it's delicious. It's absolutely it's <laughs> the best parts of every Reese's, and you have a little crunch to it. It's delightful. Okay, um, Jeanette. I will go with uh, Mr. Good Bar. Um, I that's my candy for life. I know it gets overlooked quite often. You only re- most people only get the introduction when you buy the bag with like the mixed pieces. But I have found full size bars at like Dollar Tree and stuff, and I will buy. You know, whenever I get, I'll buy like six and store them in the fridge and whatnot. So that that would be my go-to for like the rest of my life. That was my second choice. I always go to the local Vons and I get a buy two, get two free for Mr. Bars. Cleaning up. All right. Cap, what do you got? So I I don't eat uh, much candy these days, but, and it's not even, it doesn't even feel like just a candy what's his peanut M&M's so I guess I'll go crunch bar but if if I if we're counting peanut M&M's as just straight candy then that mm-hmm. that's not really candy it's just a little bit of chocolate with it but uh like I have a problem with peanut M&M's I'll, I'll eat them like if I got if I have something <laughs> I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'll go and I'll just eat I'll take a handful and I'll just be eating them while I'm sleeping the craziest thing marijuana does that um <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna go to my sister sister what's your favorite candy speak up take five take five oh we're, we're getting into the modern era of candy now take five <laughs> you know people may not be familiar with it because it hasn't been around too long but the take five is an excellent candy to have for the rest of your life what's your reason mm-hmm. What's your reason? It's salty and sweet. Wife, what's your choice? I'm going to go with Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Kit Kat is just crunchy, protein. There's no protein in that shit. Mount Rushmore. That's like saying there's six bits of protein in a beer. (laughs) It just has that fulfillment that's more than like the... You don't feel yeah, bad. Basically, it's basically a flip floor. <laughs> you don't feel bad after you eat it. Okay. Brother-in-law. Uh, probably Reese's. Reese's. Cups. That's really personal. Mm. Mm. I thought that was too easy of an answer. That's why I didn't go with it. Uh, classic Cups. Nobody I, ever turns right? Classic Cups. Yeah, it's definitely Cups of all uh, of the Reese's Cups reign supreme. Trees. The superior candy is clearly the M&M, the classic M&M. No. Oh, what? Superior to what? All candy. I will I will say that the that the peanut butter M&Ms are superior to Reese's pieces. Like yeah. if you're going to if you're going to choose between the two, the peanut butter M&M is superior. Okay. Anyone remember peanut butter and jelly Reese's cups? Go on. They were a thing, and then now they're extinct. I don't recall this. I don't know. I don't know if there's a Trader Joe's anywhere in that part of the country, but Trader Joe's had a peanut butter and jelly candy bar that I 
got quite often. So if I actually, I'm changing my answer. The Reese's Fast Break is out. The peanut butter and jelly candy bar from Trader Joe's is in. Look at I that. Have, I've heard a lot of people say that the Trader Joe's dark chocolate Reese's cup or chalk dark chocolate peanut butter cups that are like Reese's cups. I've heard they are fantastic. Phenomenal. I, Phenomenal. I've never gotten them. I, I, I've um, had them recently. Oh, Trader Joe's makes excellent desserts just in general, I would say. I don't like jelly. I don't like jelly. You don't have to buy them. Oh. The rest of it All right, guys. Well, it was lovely speaking to y'all. And also, Jeff, it was okay to see you. Um, I hate you. Milky Way. Milky Way. You weird ass. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye, family. Oh, yeah. Look at that. My dogs are barking again. I think their food is here. Is your food there, Jeff? What'd you eat tonight? Uh, I have not. Well, I got. I can't talk right now. It's too much barking. I'll be back. Okay, set them up for one of those, uh, what is it, uh, Uber Eats commercials? For like Dazzles on there? I definitely called it. I definitely called it. That's Honestly. Just, that is good promotion. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just repeating myself. No, I was gonna say that's good promotion because if you if you you know if when people listen back on this pod, they're gonna hear that Jeff got pretty good turnaround time on that dog food. Yeah. Okay. Um also just to throw it out there, I don't oh god, they're still barking. Hold on. All right, the dog food's here. I'll be right back. Boy, my dogs are barking. Where did that go? Um, Jeff's dogs were barking. That's so she had to go. That's why she had to go. Ladies and gentlemen, fans of Laughter the Club, you are now listening to the Kapow Minute. What's up, Capo? What's up, pal? How's it going, man? Watching Curry do his thing. Just yeah. Just, yeah, just beautiful. Can we, get, it, can we get like, not the Pelicans on there? You know, like, why are the Pelicans are always on TV these days? You know, just people want a glimpse of Zion. Even, I think people want to see Zion, like, out of shape working out, like, in between, you know, maybe, like, a shoot-around <laughs> that they have before the game or something, yeah. like, or, like, a halftime <laughs> when he's, like, just working on some stuff. He looks so out of shape, man. That's insane. He should start coming out in, at halftime. Just right yeah, middle. he's the halftime entertainment. Everybody just want, like, no matter what, they just want to see what he's up to. Like, what's he doing? Did, but did Barkley, oh, sorry, Barkley really said that. They're, they're... This has been the Kapow minute, though. We have to cap ourselves at, at, at some point. So, and this has been there. Kapow minute. <laughs> Kapow minute. Hell yeah. 20 minutes later. Yeah. <laughs> that needs it, to be the running bit. That's how long it takes Jeff to pee. 20 minutes. He has like a 20 minute to like five minute pee show. Every five minutes, he has to go take a 20 minute pee. It's funny. I got my Twitter up and 39 seconds ago, Jeff said, Hey, neat. I hate pothole. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just like that tweet too. I just looked at it. Right, I just literally just saw it right now. Hey, neat. I hate potholes. But were we talking about potholes? I think you're talking about the infrastructure bill. I was just curious if we get another stimulus. 
That's true. <laughs> we were just I literally just forgot what we were talking about. Oh, that's funny. I'm gonna tweet. I'm I'm quote tweeting it with uh oh I almost quote tweeted it with infantrymen. He said, Hey neat, inf- I hate potholes. Now I'm t- quote tweeting with infrastructure bill passed. <laughs> Man, I've hit a pothole one morning in the pouring down rain. I've hit plenty of potholes, but this one was do you have you, do you sorry i'm sorry to, to change the subject real quick but that just do you tweet do you tweet while you pee have you done that oh i tweet i tweet while i do everything i read a tweet earlier that says in baltimore you need to look both ways when crossing the street even if the light's green no that's the thing here and, too that's the thing here too yeah, and I, I i tweeted you ain't lying i'm tweeting and driving as we speak <laughs> So I will tweet anywhere. Now I won't literally do it while I'm driving. If I'm stuck in traffic or stuck at a red light, you know, yeah. I'll pick it up. I, I think I, I maybe take like thirty, thirty-seven tweets of mine in the road. I will definitely admit to DMing at a red light because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes what happens is I see like a really funny license plate, and I gotta send it to y'all. But I don't want to do it while I'm driving because that's sketchy. But if I can snap the picture at a red light, y'all are getting it. I had that great Cody wait, wait. one a couple weeks ago where I got you never know on somebody's license plate. Oh, yeah, I remember that. We were worried about you in the chat, Jeff. Uh, wait, that was, what, 7.30, 8.30 your time in the morning? And uh, old man, road rage? Oh, They're always man. Fun. That guy was getting after it. I don't. I, so I was wrong. It wasn't an old Tacoma. It was an old Ford Ranger. Um, but they were a similar size back in the day. Um, but yeah, this guy, man, I don't know what the hell his deal was. He was screaming at another car when I drove by. And they started screaming at me. And then he was just fucking like mad dogging, like giving me this like fucking death stare every time I got anywhere near him and he had his window down. He was like staring at me. He kept leaning his head out the window and looking back at me and shit. And it was, I, I don't know. I, 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 well, I'm just a paranoid weenie probably, but I'm pretty sure he was trying to kill me. There's like uh, there's road etiquette um, that not a lot of people know. So like if you do something and people think that you're, you're like you're just minding your own business doing nothing, and to somebody else that drives a lot, they might feel like you were being a dickhead or something. It's so weird. And well, uh, I, dude, and the weird part was like, I I rolled up on this guy from like a couple like I was a block behind him or so, and like my lane was just moving faster, so I kind of cruised by him. And I, I think he just saw me kind of like turn my head and stare at him because he was screaming at people and he didn't like that. And that's all it was. And then I mean, was, no you're making a scene in public that people are going to stare at you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and, and like I said, it was one of those, you know, how pickup trucks used to be like way smaller than they are now. So like yeah. like like a nineties Tacoma or nineties Ranger, it's like the size of a fucking you know, like a Subaru outback now. Um so it was one of the and, and this is a very large man 
and he had both elbows out the window um just like freaking out at people and yeah i don't know i didn't trust him i have a funny, I have a funny story from when i was 16 something like that um we were at a at a basketball court and it was like kind of late at night and um we had you know a whole i had a dodge durango like a early 2000s durango so it was pretty big and and we had probably six people um you know everybody windows down we're all in there and uh, we go around a corner and one car um i don't know if it cut us off or something one of my passengers you know somebody younger than me you know, so i was literally 16 um yells at a car does something to a car and we pull up to a red light and uh the guy pulls up next to us and he was um I want to I want to say the accent was Irish, but he was probably bigger muscular wise than all of us combined. Like you know we're a bunch of little kids. And he puts his arm out on the window and he's like, "Is there a problem here or something like that?" On my heart, you hear my horrible accent. Um, and uh, or my terrible. Yeah, you sound uh, like you sound like Hank Hill to be honest. <laughs> okay, but this guy was the furthest thing from Hank Hill. <laughs> and, uh, Oh, is there a problem here? Yeah, we're just I, like, do we have an issue? And I'm just like, no. And I set off. And I was like, what are you doing? You don't just yell at random people out the window. I mean, this guy's arm was so big. I mean, I was, you know, I'm 16. It was probably big as my hair at the time. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. I'm not doing road rage anymore. Dude, yeah, I, I um... This is probably two or three years ago now. And and, and, and full disclosure, um, because I think it's probably a conversation that shouldn't be just hidden. But, you know, I, I, I've spent a good bit of time over the course of my life um, going through various anxiety and depression medications and trying to figure out the right mix and whatnot. Right. I I got my fair share of brain issues. Um, but at this one particular time, and I remember this distinctly because I had to get off the shit. Um, whatever I was on was making me really pissed off. And then I would have to drive home in like really bad traffic. And I remember one day, so there's like coming up to my exit on the freeway there's like kind of one of those merge lanes and you know when it's like getting too late to go to the right side of the merge and try to get ahead of somebody and it's like clearly Mm -hmm. like all right everybody just needs to get in line at this point but there's always that one asshole who tries to like go around and get in front of everybody well I i wasn't having it this one day and it was this guy and his girlfriend or wife or whoever it was. I, I got the impression it was a significant other. Um, in a Range Rover. And I drive a, a, a golf wagon. You know, little, it's short. Um, and this guy was coming down the fucking, basically coming down the uh, shoulder trying just to boost in front of everybody. And I just wasn't having it. 
So I saw him coming and I just fucking pulled off to the right as far as I could and blocked him <laughs> off against the wall. And this guy rolls his window down and starts screaming at me. And I'm screaming at him back. And his wife's like hitting him, trying to get him to chill the fuck out. He gets a bottle of water and just launches it at my car, full bottle of water. Um, mm. And I, the significant other, whoever it was, just freaks out on him. And he takes off in front of me. And I just follow him for like a block or two. And I hold up my phone and pretend like I'm calling 911. And mm-hmm. I can see this woman in the front seat freaking the fuck out on him for doing this shit. And <laughs> I wasn't calling the police. I just wanted him to suffer a little bit. So I followed him for a couple blocks and just like made sure he really had a bad time. And then I peeled off and went home. But yeah, this motherfucker <laughs> like on the freeway tossed a full water bottle at my fucking car. <laughs> I, he he got lucky in the moment that he had a bottle of water there because he was so angry at you and he's looking he's like oh man i can't find anything to throw this guy if yeah, he throws, a, throws, throw throws like a pen <laughs> yeah. Do shit. Yeah. but yeah i mean i was I, I i thought he had like dented my car man but luckily it didn't fuck up fuck up my car Speaking of which, I'm I'm gonna ramble and tell one more story really quick. Um, Please, I'm putting on this. It's a few years back, and for reasons that I don't necessarily need to go into, um, my girlfriend at the time wrecked her car, and she needed to get a new car. So, while she's car searching. I go to play pickup basketball with my brother and my homie B. And we're playing one-on-one, just kind of rotating. Um, and I try to take one hard step to the right, you know, kind of like the traditional, you know, swing through, right dribble. And that's when my Achilles exploded. No! Um, and... I just hit the ground and I turned around and looked behind me because I couldn't figure out what the fuck had just hit the back of my leg. And I'm looking at my brother and he's in front of me, but my brain is telling me he just stepped on my fucking leg. But that's not possible because he's in front of me. And what had really happened is the Achilles just exploded. Um, So I walked my ass to my car, drove myself home, Went to the doctor the next day, got it handled, whatever. Um, But a while later, um, my girlfriend, like I said, is looking for another car because she'd wrecked hers. And I had already had my fucking Achilles surgery. So I'm gimping around on fucking crutches, trying to take her to car dealerships to find a car. So she finds one over on Harbor Boulevard in Costa Mesa. And I leave her there to finish the deal because my leg hurts like fuck and I want to go home and take painkillers. So I'm getting on the fucking ramp to get on the 405 from Harbor. And there's what I believe to be a homeless dude on a bike. And he's over on 
the right side of what would be a crosswalk going across the ramp going up onto the freeway. Um, and I'm driving my fucking Volkswagen with a boot on one foot, trying to use the pedals and shit properly. And it was fine. I was I could drive fine because it was my left leg and I drove my right foot. But um, you know, if you see somebody sometimes at a crosswalk and they're on a bike and they'll kind of do circles at the crosswalk or like just so they don't have to put their foot down, they kind of like might do like a wide turn or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. So this guy does this big wide turn and I think he's waiting because there is a crosswalk light on this fucking on-ramp. Well, he's not waiting. So I go up this ramp. He comes off the crosswalk kind of like you know the little like uh thing that comes down from the sidewalk onto the street that little rampy thing um and i'm probably doing 40 miles an hour the front of his bike plows into the front side passenger door of my car the the impact causes the back of his bike to whip into the backside passenger door and this motherfucker goes down his handlebars are off i have to get out of my car on an onto a freeway on ramp with like 50 cars behind me with crutches to try to get up and see if this motherfucker's okay and he was so hammered he couldn't use words and somehow he got his he kind of got up, got up and like shook it off a bit and got his handlebars back on and just took off. And long story short, I had to report this shit to the police as a hit and run against me, even though I was in a fucking car and he was on a bike and he destroyed all of the panels along the side of my car. <clears throat> That's a story. It sounds like it sounds like he, you know, was going one way and he didn't like he wasn't paying attention to you and he turned back and slammed right into you as you were going by. Yeah, he he he, he kind of did a little loop skidoo and then like assumed he could just cross, and there was cars just going up the fucking ramp and I just happened to be the first car. <laughs> That's insane, and it just it all happens all at the same time, you know, going through. The, with your girl, you know, looking for the car and you're hurt. And then, yeah, of course, it always it always happens then, right? And to be like, clear, my girlfriend crashed her car because she drank a shit ton of vodka and drove into a pole. So, <laughs> yeah, all things considered, fuck, good old story, right? I know quite a few uh, people that have done that. It's uh, sad. But, Family of alcoholics yeah. over here. Same. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Sorry for 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 being a dampener there, but that story is just a brain fuck to me. Just just like everything hit the fan at one time. You know, when I was a kid, I we were driving down our back alley, and um, you know, we had like cross alleys you know that runs from one street to another and i was like between the houses flying down the alley um and it's like downhill 
uh, and I get to right at my house is maybe four houses up from the alley. My next door neighbor um, just happened to be driving through the side alley as I came down and had to turn. I slammed into her car door. I was in so much trouble. I don't even think they were worried if I was okay. I think we could pay like a few hundred dollars to get our door fixed. I was probably like 10, 11 oh, years old, yeah. somewhere in there. <laughs> well, right into a car door. You were telling that story, and I was thinking, I did that as a kid. I was on a juice box, probably. <laughs> Dude, I remember. Well, hold on, pal. If you have a story, go ahead. I, I got to grab a prop. What are we telling stories <laughs> on again? Yeah. I know it was like traffic to... stories, but I, 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 I like, I'm like, I want to specifically. Any, any story. <laughs> story time with Kepa. Dude, I had this kid. It was crazy hair day yesterday. <laughs> this kid comes in, and I told him, like, it looks like your head's leaking. Because he had, like, paint on his forehead. And then I look closer, and then he goes, it's an, he goes, it's an iguana. <laughs> and he, and then I look at his, like, he has this, like, little faux hawk going on. And to start the faux hawk, there's, like, two little eyes that are, like, not a line he's got a little what i thought was leaking was like red paint that was actually a tongue and then on the back of his head has like this glittery spirally tail to finish off the iguana it was fantastic it was wonderful that's the only story that i wanted to tell because it was just so funny it's a imagination kids are kids are gonna set us straight aren't they they know what they're doing dude if we could just you know the way the way to progressing as a as a species is finding out a way to keep the creativity, just the empathy and understanding that you know kids have before the age of ten. Anyway, I found my prop that I was going to show you guys. It took me a second, uh, but it, it reminded me of but when we were talking about car crashes and whatnot. It reminded me of this. So this here is the Kelly Slater Special Flex Decks. Okay, I don't know if you're familiar with the Flex Deck, but um, it's this very weird... Um, I think it's a mostly fiberglass deck, but like, it's been shown that if a city bus rolls over this thing, the deck won't break. The deck will just hit the ground and then spring back up. Um so I got this particular one in fourth grade. I've been riding the same skate since fourth grade. The only thing I've ever changed on it are the um, the bearings. I put china bones in it. Um, but I, I lived on top of a hill um, in Newport my whole life. And so I set this thing up with pretty loose trucks. So I could do like really wide carves down this hill and get down to my friends' houses without like going 7,000 miles an hour and dying. The whole idea is to go like back and forth across the hill so you can maintain your speed relatively slowly. Well, one time I was going down this hill and it's kind of hard to hear on this particular hill the difference between a car coming up and a car going down. And so I saw a car coming up. So I peeled off to the right and gave it its room. 
And then, as I was saying, this thing kind of designed to do these big wide turns. So I carved back into the middle of the street. Well, turns out there was a pickup truck coming down the street at the same time that I didn't pick up on with my ears or whatever. And that's usually how I would judge these things. So he had to slam on the fucking brakes. That skateboard ended up in between his front two tires bouncing back and forth because I dove off of it and his fucking his fucking bumper clipped my foot and kind of spun me in the middle of the air and I did like a tuck and roll thing and I ended up being totally fine no boo-boos at all but that shit was I don't remember what got me to this story but that was as close to dying as I've ever been on a skateboard. That reminds me, speaking of story time, Capo, uh, I delivered to a, I, so I stopped delivering pizza last week before I did, I delivered to this house on this street and I was like, Hey, this street's familiar and I haven't seen it in a long time. Why is it like resonating with me? And then I remembered like when I was like seven years old, uh, my friend had called it like death Hill. And we were going down like on rollerblades and like we were getting serious speed wobbles and like we were fine going down it. And we like went down it a few times. And then he said like, let's hold hands and go down it for whatever fucking reason. That was the dumbest goddamn idea we could have ever thought of because it increased our speed to the point where I ate so much shit. I like severely sprained my wrist, but it was my right wrist. It was my right hand. So I couldn't write for like three weeks. So I did get out of like three weeks worth of work. I was I was never like a wonderful trick skater. I was okay. Um I was a little bit strange. Like I skate Nolly um Mongo. I mean um goofy mongo. So I'm my right foot is forward and I push with my right foot with my back foot like on the back truck. So it's really dangerous. It's a terrible way to learn. I personally can't shake it because I've been doing it my whole life. I blame my mom. Um, my mom was the one that taught me to skate, um, which is cool. God damn it, mom. It's really cool, but the fact that you just hold it against her all these years later is funny to me. Well, I mean... <laughs> I, know listen, was, but I mean, she's the one that taught me to skate. And, like, I, I remember... All right, so not that long ago... I was at a skate shop because I was buying a skateboard for my pal. Go ahead and say it. My little Asford. No, no, it was my little cousin. Sorry. <laughs> he blew it. Um, because he always goes, "My little cousin." Look at him; he's so ashamed. Um, <laughs> little cousin. There it is. Um, yeah, so I found an actual proper skate shop, and I went and bought him a nice little cruiser. And um, I was talking to the homie there, and he's like, oh, homie. And he's like, so you're going to teach him how to skate? And I'm like, well, I'm Goofy Mongo. And the guy just goes, goo! You can't teach him. 
uh it's 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 really fuck it's a death sentence dude like it's so fucking dangerous of course my brother was on the precipice of being sponsored by active um but my brother has severe adhd and he likes to get really good at things and then once he is he's like on to the next thing Bored. and yeah, uh so right when he was at the, he he was like right at that point um and like all he all my brother ever wanted to do was like skate with chad muska dude and like, i love I don't, chad Mu- i love chad muska so i don't know i honestly i don't think my brother ever had the opportunity to maybe that it was there but he at, at one point he had got he had like reached what he had like achieved what he wanted to achieve and then it was like well like there's some big dirt hills here and i have a bmx bike let me go see what i can do with that he was never as good as it with that but um all right are we are, are we are we close to done with ltc yeah i've had food waiting for me for like 40 minutes yeah me too all right so uh thank you for joining us once again on laughter the club um i hope you enjoyed tonight's episode tonight we had with us pow we had Capo. Capo, thank you for bailing us out for not it, for no one being here. Um, we had Jeanette for a period of time, and we had Aaron's sister. So um, yeah, I hope everybody had a good time. And uh, we have our special guest, a small supplemental. LTC after the fact. There he is. Oh, stay. <laughs> Live from Miami, we have steaks sauce. What's up? I can't hear anything. What are you that? doing, dude? Are you the Flanagan's? Flanagan's? No, Flanagan's last week, man. That was was four hours ago. (laughs) Yeah, four hours ago. Flanagan's is so good, bro. Did you fuck a rib roll? I did. I had sex with one. It was great. Best sex I ever had. Oh, Oh fuck yeah. Nice. I miss you so much. It's so nice to hear your voice. How's it going? uh, Are you on Ocean Side right now? I was just wandering around downtown Miami. I went to like check out the venue for tomorrow and it was like fucking packed, packed with like security and covers and people wearing fancy clothes and shit. And I was like, this ain't my vibe. So I, I got a couple quick questions for you. Um, number yeah. one, you, you saw a in person. Oh my God. He's so handsome. Is he as hot as I think he is? He's, you know what the H and kiss stands for? Handsomer in person. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> How rock hard uh, is he? He is a dish and a half, bro. He's <sighs> built. He's put together. I and he's like got it. a pretty, yeah, he, dude, I mean, his girlfriend, what a lucky lady. Yeah. Dude, she is wonderful, too. I don't know if you. Yeah, I like her a lot her. better than I like his. Yeah, me too. Like, I like yeah. her a lot more than Kish. Um, yeah. So. Can I tell you about John? Well, uh, yeah. He's, so, got, he's G- got a sick ass. He's is got he a in Miami? Tesla, right? John in, in Miami, the sweetest man alive. So uh, nice. He picked me up from the airport, which is super nice. Showed up in a goddamn Tesla, baller shit. Like he does. And then we go to Flanagan's. I'm trying to buy his tab. Nope. He's like, I'm buying your tab. 
And I'm like, all right, now we're even for you picking me up from the airport, John. Oh, and you got to fuck a rib roll. You know um, what the Jane John stands for? Generous. Just a nice guy. All right, all right. So let let's let's cut to the chase here, though. How much does Barrett suck, dude? He sucks more than you could possibly imagine. Like you've seen his tweets, and you're in like group chats with him where he sucks. Yeah, he just <laughs> sucks way worse than that. Did he challenge you to basic math? Um, <laughs> dude, he's lucky. Where we were sitting, we were sitting outside, and there were tables that I could have power bombed him through. But I chose not to because I didn't want to get arrested before the event tomorrow. Is he smaller than Flat? Heady play, heady play. So yeah. Who's yeah, taller? Him? Yeah, or, is, is he, he 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 always pretends like he's tall. Is he a little guy? No, he's a little fellow. Is he is he smaller than Flem? Uh he is. I think he's shorter than Flem. Oh, oh shit! <laughs> I mean we'll have to have him stand like back to back at the, the, ah! the big moss. But yeah. <laughs> him just a little guy. Ah, uh, little buddy. Well, anyway, this I fucking love him. Yeah, Steak, thank you so much for giving us an update for Miami. We are... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll zoom in tomorrow from Blackbird. Yeah, you, I, I, I want to remind you that you told me you'd send me pictures. Yes. Okay, so... I have my, one. You're my... I, I want you to know right now, you're my source on the inside. Yeah, and, and yeah. please ask Chris Cody if he ever tried the hot sauce I sent him. Yeah, remind me tomorrow, because I'll forget. I, ask right. him if he knows who Pal is. I don't know. Drinking. Alright. Have Get so much fun. fun. We love Get out of here, steak. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs>